0: We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? The hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk.
1: Welcome back to another episode of, of Bangarangs and Daggers. I'm your host out here in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., Kevin Knight. And with me, as always, is the trusty uh, Nebraskan, Patrick Earhart. How are you doing, Patrick? I would love to be a trustee
0: someday. That'd
1: be fun. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm not too bad. Uh, we are excited because it is the conference schedule that dropped today, and we are less than one month until opening night for the college basketball season, starting practice.
0: We're ready, what, aren't we?
1: Yeah, what a time. <laughs> we're only in week one of college football, entering week two, but we already have <laughs> college basketball uh,
0: to look forward to. Which should Thank be God a for of some lot. of us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it should be, oh, I don't know, a heck of a lot better than Nebraska football right now, but we won't get into that. We won't get into that because we're here to talk about Nebraska ball and this fun little schedule the Big Ten gave us. Why don't you – Kevin, why don't you give us the honors of giving a rundown over how this is going to be this year?
1: Most definitely. And just to clarify for our listeners, I was referring to being a Detroit Lions fan uh, because they're going to stink this year. But uh, moving on, um, we are here to talk about college basketball and Nebraska Cornhuskers basketball to be specific. So uh, once again, the Big Ten is starting conference play with two early games uh, on – in the beginning of December before taking a break to finish non-con and final season uh, before resuming after the holidays. So the Nebraska Cornhuskers start the season on the road uh, Saturday, December 4th at the Indiana Hoosiers uh, before welcoming the Michigan Wolverines on Tuesday, December 7th, to kick off the conference season home opener in Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. Uh, Then conference play takes a break resumes with another home game Sunday, January 2nd, against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Wednesday, January 5th, uh, the Huskers hit the road again, take on the Michigan State Spartans in East Lansing. Uh, Saturday, January 8th, continues a road trip uh, out east, this one at Rutgers. Tuesday, January 11th, Illinois comes to town. Friday, January 14th, the Purdue Boilermakers uh, host Nebraska back in West Lafayette monday january 17th indiana comes back for a rematch this one at pinnacle bank arena then saturday january 22nd the huskers make a return trip to ohio state after facing them just 20 days prior in lincoln Uh, tuesday january 25th the wisconsin badgers come to town Uh, hopefully they don't record anything saturday january 29th rutgers also comes to town uh, capping off a two-game home stretch before we turn the calendar to February, this one on the road on Tuesday, February 1st, with a trip to Michigan to face the Wolverines in Ann Arbor this time in the birdhouse, as some of us like to make fun of it as. Saturday, February 5th, Northwestern comes to town to start off what probably uh, is hopefully a, a good home stretch to finish out the season. Uh, Northwestern comes to town that day, be followed by Minnesota on Wednesday, February 9th. Uh, road trip to Iowa, Sunday, February 13th. Uh, Friday, February 18th, Maryland comes to town in Lincoln. Remember last year, they played two games back to back, uh, two nights in a row at Maryland. Um, This year, Maryland's on schedule just once and in Lincoln this time. Tuesday, February 22nd at Northwestern. Friday, February 25th, Slate uh, finishes up with a visit from the Iowa Hawkeyes before the rest of the season finishes up on the road, Monday, February 28th at Penn State and Sunday, March 6th at Wisconsin, uh, followed by the Big Ten tournament once again in Indianapolis, Indiana, this time, however, at Bankers Life Fieldhouse instead of um, Lucas Oil Stadium, Wednesday through Sunday, March 9th to the 13th. Uh, What are your quick reactions to that, Patrick?
0: My quick reactions, this is a front-loaded schedule. We start out against Indiana, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State before we have our first somewhat down team at Rutgers. You know, it's, it kind of peppered in some of the, the heavy hitters um, of the conference until about halfway through. I would say if Nebraska started 500 roughly uh, during that stretch before they get, you know, let's say February 5th, if they get to February 5th, Hmm. <sighs> I, I can see them doing very well. Cause you've got teams that are either breaking in new coaches or, or uh, are going to have a rebuilding year. I mean, you got Northwestern. They're probably in the last legs with their coach. Iowa's was on a down year. Minnesota's got a new coach. Maryland should be good, but I mean, that's Penn state, Penn state. Uh, you know, it should be a win technically And Wisconsin might be a little bit better, but nothing special. So I think if Nebraska starts the first half of the conference slate at 500, they should have a really good chance to really pull off a lot of wins later in the season. So depending on how the conference bodes out, and you know we'll get to it in a little bit there, non-con schedule is definitely in their favor. Nebraska should be in good position for some type of uh, postseason season. Uh, dance, whether it's the NCAA tournament, which might be, which would be huge, but I say at the very least would be an invite to the NIT, where they could probably make a pretty decent run. Uh, you know, you're hearing everything about how the coaching, the coaching situation, Nebraska's finally gelled and finally have the players they need. Uh, Nebraska's got some of the best talent that they've had in recent memory, at least twenty years. So you know. This should be a good schedule. It's going to be tough early on, but I think that will help build Nebraska up for a good late-season run to position them well to get a good seed in the Big Ten tournament and hopefully a very, very good uh, postseason invite to either the NCAA tournament or the NIT. How about you, Kevin? What do you see out of this?
1: Yeah, I think it it should actually be a pretty intriguing opener. Uh, At Indiana – Could be a good measuring stick for how the Big Ten season is going to go. Indiana, Penn State, and Minnesota all have new head coaches this year. As you mentioned, Northwestern also pretty low on the totem pole. Uh, One of their key players, Miller Kopp, did transfer internally within the Big Ten out of Northwestern. He's a big loss. Um, Maryland lost some key guys. Ohio State has some important injuries, uh, which um, at least – Seth Towns is actually out probably through uh, maybe that game against Ohio State. We'll see. He could be coming back by then. Um, So, I mean, it it should be kind of interesting. Um, Again, I agree. Uh, Rough season opener uh, stretch there. um, At Rutgers, not going to be easy. At Michigan State, that'll be interesting to see what they have as they brought in a transfer point guard to replace. um, Outgoing Foster Lawyer, who transferred out, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's a tough stretch to open up. Um, maybe they can get one at Indiana. Um, who knows how things work out for the Spartans, Ohio State injuries. Be nice to start seeing them beat Michigan, that's for sure. And uh, Rutgers will be tough, but we'll see. Illinois uh, should be interesting, actually. That's another one that I think should be an interesting chance for an upset. January 11th, when they come to town, they lost Ayo Sunmu. Uh, he left for the NBA. Co- uh, Kofi Co- Coburn is back. But yeah, without that pick and roll offense, uh, who knows what they'll have? Um, It'll looking, still be nice to
0: only play them once, though.
1: Yes, all, also true. Although at Purdue, certainly not doing anybody's any anybody any favors. Um, wow, I'm really stumbling over my words tonight. Um, yeah, but no, that agreed as well. That that final stretch should be nice. That Northwestern, Minnesota, both games. That frankly. Um, with the personnel that Hoiberg has uh, third year. um, Certainly there's a lot of reasons why they've struggled, a lot of valid reasons, a lot of optimism, which is why I say at this point, I think that final stretch should be a really good chance for them to get uh, maybe not the best uh, type of quad one win scenarios, but definitely get uh, some padding in the wins column, set themselves up well in the big 10 tournament with those games against Northwestern and Minnesota at Iowa, they're rebuilding like crazy. And yeah, you know, I mean, they had a lot of talent last year. They've got some, some guys returning, but uh, that one should be winnable for them. It'd be nice to start getting some wins over the Hawkeyes and in, in a sport um, that matters. Uh, Maryland.
0: Hey, 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 we had baseball. And I, volleyball. I said,
1: this is the big 10. I said, a sport that matters. <laughs> oh, the, vo- volleyball matters in the big 10, but <laughs> this is a, a men's in fact, basketball I think,
0: podcast. I Iowa's I never beat Nebraska in volleyball, if I remember right. In fact, I don't even think they've won a set against Nebraska.
1: Anyway, probably volleyball. not. I, <laughs> you, you would know that set better than me, and I do not belittle the sport. But <laughs> but men's basketball helps keep the lights on. Uh, football football sure. pays for everything, but basketball helps keep the lights on um right, so when, when i say that I that's why what i mean of course but um yeah no it, it'd be good to to get some wins over the hawkeyes uh maryland could be a tough game i don't know they're they're a big question mark what they've got they lost a lot of um uh, key incoming freshmen last year They they lost some of their one of their key guys from last season when they kind of surprised a little bit i don't know Never really liked Mark Turgeon as a coach, obviously. I, I think you know that. He's not bad, but he's not that great either. Um, again, at Northwestern um, on February 22nd should be a win. Iowa coming back town. At Penn State, totally a win. At Wisconsin is going to be the only really big toss-up, probably lost game in that stretch. Everything else, I think, is likely to have gelled by then and, and be um, at least a toss-up. Wisconsin's probably the only one that's maybe a loss. We'll see a lot of off-season, um, off-the-court issues. Uh, to, to put it lightly, with them, uh, what a mess. But um, no, I, I, I think that that's uh, should be a, an interesting stretch. It's, it's nice to be back to a schedule that, for what it looks like, will probably actually stay the same for once and not have games every other night that 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 alone in and of itself um will be a very welcome relief in in my view so
0: no it it should be a good schedule should be a good schedule do you want to do a quick run through over the non-con before we get done yep
1: yeah so just as a reminder to our listeners the Exhibition schedule begins October 27th with a game against Peru State, followed by a visit from old Big 8 rival Colorado on October 31st. That one is a charity game. Uh, be sure to attend if you're in the state. Uh, you'll definitely be helping support some good causes. Uh, season opener officially starts November 9th against Western Illinois. Uh, happens to be uh, one player's former. Uh, Roger there he'll be welcoming him to town hopefully with a win on uh, November 12th Sam Houston State then Creighton as uh, part of the Gavit tip-off games this time come to town on November 16th Idaho State November 19th and then uh, Nebraska is having their own MTE that they don't really have a name for uh, I'm actually kind of relieved that they didn't call it the golden window again uh, just between us um, Southern comes to town November 21st Tennessee State November 23rd And finally, South Dakota on November twenty seventh. Then the first, the first actual road game of the season um, comes on December first at NC State. And again, three days later, you'll see the Huskers hit the road to Indiana. Uh, Then on December seventh, they host Michigan before returning to the non-con within a neutral site game against Auburn in Atlanta, Georgia, in what is a uh, quadruple header game. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't remember who else is playing that day, but uh, the Huskers in Auburn open that day. Uh, Kansas State comes to town December 19th to kick off a three-year uh, series. This one uh, was delayed one year. It was supposed to be a neutral court game against Kansas State in Kansas City last year. Obviously, that was canceled because of COVID. It, uh, is planned to be made up as I understand it, but uh, the series will instead start with Kansas State coming to town this year, return trip to uh, Man- Manhattan, right, uh, next year, and then neutral court uh, the, th- the third year there. Uh, then uh, non con wraps up with Kennesaw
0: State coming into town on December 22nd. I pick Nebraska going 9 3 in the non con right now. Yeah, I think nine three. Um, They'll have losses, but it won't be bad. I, I, it's a, it's it's a. They're easily going to go. They're going to be win. They're going to have a winning record. I see losses to Creighton, maybe NC State or Auburn. You know, those could go either way, and maybe both. Who knows? So yeah, I say nine, nine and three. Yeah, I'm pretty
1: much the same with you on that. Um, depending on how things go up to that point, I could see them probably getting the win against Auburn. Um, I I honestly have no idea how NC State's going to look this year. Uh, I haven't looked that far ahead um, to start scouting some of the teams uh, in that regard. And Creighton uh, in-state rivalry, it'll be a tough one. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Creighton's I mean, going to be
0: really good again this year. I just, yeah, I, I mean. I'm, I'm, yeah. It'd be a huge upset if Nebraska pulled this one off.
1: Yeah, so that's that's the three games that if they're going to lose, it's going to be those three. And if they lose more than that, uh, it's, yeah, that's concerning, honestly. Although I, I say, I mean, if they drop one weird one in a fluke where everybody just hits cold and it's, you know, a, a one-off, that's one thing. But, you, know, you you get my point, though.
0: Yeah, no, we're good, so. yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a good I good we and, yeah. They're playing 10 Houston not, State, Idaho State, and Southern real close and beating them by five with, you know, right down to the buzzer. That that's more so what I meant is, is concerning, obviously. But now it's uh it's a good one to gel, get get some flow uh going and get ready for a, a tough um
0: opening stretch of Big Ten action. No, that, that's good. I think we did a good run rundown of the conference schedule and the non-con schedule. Um, considering how unlike you know some athletic teams, it's been a pretty boring off season for basketball, so you know it's kinda nice to have a little something to talk about. Most definitely,
1: uh, so looking at the conference schedule, what game do you have circled as the
0: one you're most excited about? Um, good question for the conference. Mm-hmm. conference action only. I'm going to go with, I don't know, January 2nd, Ohio State. Why not? They'll be good this
1: year. They'll be good. How about you? I'm actually going to skip to the next game on the schedule, Tuesday, January 25th, when Wisconsin comes to town uh, to PBA as the one that I think I uh, would be most excited for. Runner-up I'm going to add in would be the season finale against Iowa. Uh, just because I think by then things will be rolling. Um, they'll be in contention for a potential NCAA bid, and I bet fans show up strong for that one uh, to watch them whoop on the Hawkeyes. But uh, that win against Wisconsin on January 25th is going to be a lot more important to the resume. And a lot more exciting of a game, cool. although I say that you know, they do play eye-gougingly bad to watch basketball. But, you know, they'll... So. Beating them in eighth year um, uh, flopping felon, Brad Davidson, will be nice. All
0: right, man. That's all I got.
1: Likewise. Thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, please subscribe, download. You know you know the drill. You've heard it from me multiple times. So thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll be sure to try to uh, bring some more regular content as we get into the season. Love you all.